Not Your Power Couple, Ken and Carol Cook, are not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests or even our listeners. The information contained on this program or website is not medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. We always encourage you to do your own research. Hey there, everybody. This is Ken Cook. I'm here with my wife, Carol, and this is Not Your Power Couple. Hello. And this is season three, and we are starting back up with our new podcasts. We have a lot going on between now and the primary election in March. We have uh, Princeton is having their city council and ISD races in November, along with the uh constitutional amendments that are going to be on the ballot on November 7th for everybody to vote for, even here in Allen. And uh, we have a special guest tonight because we're going to be talking about the bond initiatives, uh, the general obligation or geo bonds in Allen. And uh, tonight we have a special guest and I'm going to let uh, Carol introduce him. Hi, we are very excited to have Chief Brian Harvey with us tonight. He is going to be here to educate everyone on the police headquarters that we are going to have a bond on the ballot on November the 7th. Um, so Chief, Har- Chief Harvey, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and um, how you got into law enforcement and how you ended up in Allen. Well, thank you. I was raised in Illinois in the Corn Belt, <laughs> and I got this idea to be a police officer. And I guess college courses, uh, I ended up in Dallas with the Dallas Police Department. I was with the Dallas Police Department for 32 years. I retired as a deputy chief when there was an opportunity to compete for the opening in the Allen Police Department for chief of police. So I was fortunate enough to be selected in 2012. Fantastic. I've been married for 38 years. I had to come to Dallas to find a a Texan (laughs) to marry. And um, while it's not a requirement, uh, we have relocated to Allen uh, because I believe the chief should live in the city that they serve. So. Very proud to be here. Uh, very proud to be with the team of dedicated professionals, both in the police department and the city of Allen. And we just uh, appreciate the mm-hmm. community support. So yeah. thank you. And well, we're grateful to have you. And uh, so, like I said, uh, we're here to talk about the uh, the bond proposal. Um, one of the bond proposals is uh, a new police headquarters. Um, and uh, Carol and I, we've we've talked to, we've looked them over. We think that's a great idea. Um, and uh, I guess uh, the biggest question is, so why now? Why a new police station and a new police headquarters? And uh, why is one needed? Well, I guess two reasons. One is we've outgrown the current location. The other is that we need to build a building that will accommodate the police department. It's going to grow by about 50%. Mm -hmm. We need to relocate satellite work groups, and it will help us just maintain the excellent service levels that we're able to give to our community with a a projected population of 141,000 visitors and and uh, residents in our community. Wow. So will you tell us a little bit about the features of the new building, um, how they're going to help improve efficiency and safety for the citizens and officers, um, and just a little bit about the overall functionality of Well, one feature of the proposed building is that it will improve the wellness of both the officers and the civilians. Um, you, if you watch... Uh, 
Presentation on a fire station, uh, wellness for the firefighters is very important so they can rehab after they've been working on a, on a scene mm-hmm. of uh, a fire or paramedics. And we're going to, the wellness portion will have uh, rooms for the civilian dispatchers who we dispatch to police and fire. We need to give them an area where they can rehab after they've given emergency medical dispatch advice over the phone to somebody who's mm-hmm. performing CPR on a, on a, on a loved one. Another building feature is that, as I said, we'll be able to bring some satellite entities back into the station. But we're going to have a number of new programs, too, such as uh, digital forensics. We have one digital forensics officer right now. He's very good. He's extremely good. He's he's really well-known in the uh, Collin County area. And he is literally in a room that was designed for a Xerox copy machine. So he's literally in a closet. He literally is in a closet. Uh, we we have a uh, wonderful drone program, which is hand-launched drones right now, but the next iteration of that is drones as a first responder. So we have an area, and it's not a very big area, but we have an area in planned in the new building where we can operate drones remotely. They can have a longer dwell time up in the air, and they mm-hmm. can actually go out and maybe adjudicate a call on a freeway before the ground elements get there, freeing up the ground elements and mm-hmm. putting them back in service, increasing our capacity to answer right. yeah. answer more calls. Right, giving them over an overhead view of what to expect when they get there, too. That's huge. Or, or maybe that uh, car on the side of the road has moved on. The officer would have to get on and find it. The drone can go up and down the freeway and say, it's not there, and right. we, can, we can clear the call completely. That's the great. drone, we, we, right now we try to have drones... All the time out in the field, and they're hand launched. Yes, absolutely. We have uh, we've ca- caught people that are are hiding in the backyards. Mm-hmm. There was a, a road rage incident that occurred, and he bailed out of the car and was jumping through uh, over fences in a backyard. We we caught him in thirty minutes. That could have easily been a two or three hour oh, ordeal. Absolutely. Um, so, will this new facility be built with the needs of the growing population, as you spoke about in mind, and clearly it will be. Uh, so, if so, what's the number of offers you offices you expect you'll need to staff it? Um, and you know, how, what's the you know formula? How do you come to that number? Well, we can estimate, knowing that our population is expected to grow to one hundred and forty-one thousand, we can estimate the number of officers that we need. And agencies typically need to grow both their sworn and civilian staff. So we also know by using benchmark cities mm-hmm. that civilian staff currently is about a third of our department. We have 145 officers and we know that with a larger department that will need to grow to about a third of that larger total mm-hmm. number. The gotcha. department will actually grow from 145. We expect to about 200 to 210 officers mm-hmm. with the civilian support support staff growing from 65 to maybe 80 or 90 civilian support staff. Okay. And the main point with the with the building is to have programmable space because we are always looking for opportunities to civilianize positions, obviously mm-hmm. to, to maximize our tax dollars. So the programmable space will will allow for maybe today some sworn positions that actually can be can be completed by a civilian. Case prep is a good example. Oh, okay. We we really want to try and get a civilian group that can take the take case preparation off of our detectives so that they can have more time to actually investigate, capture video, uh, interview witnesses, et cetera. Well, that's great. Tell me, um, how will this new, how will this new facility utilize for community education opportunities and engagement? And that's a great part of how 
how the police interact through the community. So how will this help? Well, the first thing is that we have a large multi-purpose room right off the main lobby. Uh, Currently, our training room at the police headquarters holds 25 people. Mm -hmm. This multi-purpose room should be able to accommodate about 80 to 90 uh, individuals, which will just be uh, fantastic because we can... We can move our Citizens Police Academy into the police headquarters so that they can integrate better with with the uh, rest of the department. We can sponsor uh, citizen programs at the police department, have more interaction, more approachability, put uh, kind of humanize the badge. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, so how will this new police facility compare to other facilities in the area? And will it allow you to have more in-house management of things such as forensics office space, and better, safer, short-term detention facilities on site? Absolutely. Uh, it will provide secure parking, of course, for the, for the employees. Very important. Very important. It, yes. Uh, there will be more of a delineation between public and restricted areas inside the building. It'll have some ballistic capabilities. It'll provide space for some new programs. We talked a little bit about digital forensics and drones, but our crime scene processing will be able to increase the capacity of of what they can do and reduce what we have to send away we can become more uh self-sufficient didn't this crime scene the forensics group just win an award they absolutely they absolutely did they were uh, by a uh, crime scene uh, association they were given crime scene unit of the year they wow. just received that award over in Garland, yes. Well, that is not a small right. award. That is fantastic. That is that is fantastic. We're very proud of what they did. So I want to, um, just because I was actually on the subcommittee, um, I want to talk about, I want to ask you to talk about the Sally Port because that, that spoke volumes to me. And as I've explained what a Sally Port is and how that works and why that's important, um, as I've explained that to citizens, I, I see light bulbs going off. So I think that's I think that's a great topic for you to just kind of touch on super quickly. Well, the Sally Port right now is basically a one car garage. It's very important when you transfer a prisoner from a vehicle to jail that you do it in a secure setting. Our statistics tell us we know that that is a high vulnerability period for an officer assault mm-hmm. because the individual is thinking about it. That's Finality, when they get into the detention facility, there's a high motivation for that individual to change his environment and, and become free. Yeah, it's kind of his last, uh, last chance, so to speak, to get away, quote-unquote. So we have a, we have a one-car garage, and our officers, if, you can, if your listeners can imagine, you pull into a garage, you close the door, you transfer the prisoner, then you back out of the garage and make room for the next person. With a growing community Mm -hmm. there are times when we have multiple vehicles coming in and the officers have to make a decision do they want to wait or do they want to just take the individual out in the parking lot and walk them through the back door which of course then you have a a safety issue the new building is designed to handle uh, multiple prisoners in the sally port so it would have parking for probably about four police cars at a time uh, so that we could handle a higher capacity, and then it's got some a little more capacity inside uh, for the temporary holding that we do before we transport the arrestees up to Loose. Uh, and is it this the new Sally Port? Isn't it where you can pull through, and then instead of having to back back out? Yes, it's a it's a drive through, oh, which will make it a lot yeah. more efficient, a lot oh, more convenient. Yeah. Uh, another quick question: uh, When was the original station built? Because uh, I've lived in Allen since about 2011, so. 
I mean, I'm sure it's been around a lot longer than that. The actual headquarters was built in 1989, and it housed the courts and the jail and the police department. Uh, the courts actually moved out, and then there was a second floor put on in 2003. I know that when I got there in 2012, dispatch had just been relocated over to the basement of City Hall to make room for more lockers because we were expanding at our new location. And that wow. kind of gets back to the fact that we've outgrown our new location because the architects planned that that small remodel to last us through about 2017, 2018. Wow. Yeah. So you guys have already been living on borrowed time then. I mean, if you're, it's hard for me to imagine that the courts were there in that building too. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's amazing to think that that was there and how you've grown over the years. And, and now it's, it's very obvious to me that it's time for a new, new police headquarters um, in Allen. And, um, you know, Carol and I are going to ask listeners that with the education that um, Chief Harvey's given us tonight, um, that you look into it further and all the other bonds and that you definitely want to uh, We ask that you would vote, that we, Carol and I would ask that you vote for the bond package for the new police headquarters. One of the things that I wanted to mention, um, and Chief Harvey mentioned it just super briefly earlier, as we, as of course, the population is growing, so the police force will need to grow as will the civilians within the police department as well. So what happens is that the city staff is growing as well. Mm -hmm. So what I think everyone needs to understand is that we're not just going to have this empty building when the police, the new police headquarters is built. Mm -hmm. The old station will be utilized by current city staff parks and rec. I know, I mean, the mm -hmm. entire city staff is growing by leaps and bounds as the population grows. So it's not like we're going to have an empty building. It's going to be repurposed and used for the city, which is great. I think that, that's an important point, I think. Yeah, I agree. Uh, is there any other things that you want people to know about uh, education-wise moving forward on this bond? Well, it might be helpful to explain the difference between a police headquarters and an office building or gotcha. schools or, or even fire stations yes. uh, that I've mentioned because somebody may be experienced in an office building or an apartment building that they're familiar with and mm -hmm. wonder well, what, why is the police headquarters, why does it have that, that amount, that price tag on it? There's some critical infrastructure that's unique to the police building. One is a public storm shelter. Okay. It code will require a public storm shelter, which will actually give us an additional storm shelter. But a storm shelter is actually a standalone facility. You don't know that from the outside, but it's actually a standalone facility to withstand winds and, and debris. So it's, as you can imagine, it's very um, expensive to build. The storm shelter actually is designed to be our locker room. Okay. And then in a storm situation, of course, we could shelter the community members and people in there and then have the, uh, the shower facilities, the, the bath, bathroom facilities and things. The detention facility that we talked about, the, mm -hmm. our holding facility, you can imagine that a secure detention facility is more expensive than mm -hmm. office buildings and, and apartments. The dispatch center is very technology uh, heavy. Yes, uh, crime scene lab, we already talked about expanding on the crime scene lab. We have to have a secure property evidence area. Mm -hmm. That means it has to be secure all the way around, the top, the bottom, impenetrable, because we have to be able to attest to the fact that that evidence has not been tampered with. Right. So there are some standards that we have to build to that, unfortunately, uh, are expensive. And then we talked about the uh, digital forensics lab. The digital forensics lab requires its own server. That's for evidentiary purposes. Mm -hmm. 
And of course, with the server, then it has to have a separate air, heating, ventilating, and air conditioning because they pull a lot of power yeah. when they mm-hmm. when they start doing their mm-hmm. their computations. So, basically, I guess just you know to sum it up, we're we're just really excited about the opportunity. Um, we've worked with the architects to build programmable square footage that will serve the needs of a growing community and the police force for probably the next twenty years. That's great. So we do want to mention that the. Police safety and new police headquarters bond is $83 million. And we know that's a large number, but this is needed. Um, Alan is able to do this cost effectively because we do such a great credit rating as a city. So um, this is really the best way for this to get done. Uh, We will have a future podcast with Kurt Kaiser coming up talking Mm -hmm. more specifically about financing of geo bonds and how it works just to have that explanation. Cause I, we, we know it's very confusing um, for most people. It's if, if you don't really study this on a day-to-day basis, you, it's just difficult to understand how all this works. I mean, I, I certainly was confused before I talked to Kurt and he explained it in a way that made a lot of sense. And it's, you know, basically, and he'll, and he'll get to that. We'll have that podcast soon, but just think of it like this. You, whenever you go to buy anything like a car or something, you have to get a loan. Well, that's basically what Alan's doing with these bonds. They're getting loans, and Alan has such a great credit rating because they pay their loans back, and they even pay them back early, from what I remember. Um, so we, our credit rating is high for as a city, and we're able to continue to borrow money at a good rate, and uh, and we're able to get things done because otherwise, you have to save that money and buy these things. And I don't know anybody that can even just run out and buy a car with cash. So it's, <laughs> the city's no different. You can't can't have these things and have a take all the money out of the city to do it because then you bankrupt the city. So uh, Kurt will definitely be a, a great help in explaining the bonds to people. And, uh, and we're grateful that uh, chief Harvey was able to take time out of his very, very busy life to come educate us and have us be able to share it with you. And uh, Carol and I are, are just excited about the new season. Uh, we're going to have other bond, um, podcast coming up over the next few weeks before the bond vote on November 7th. And uh, Carol, you got anything else before we close this out? We just want to thank everyone for listening um, and make sure everyone knows that Ken and I are here to advocate for the police headquarters. Um, We are thankful to Chief Harvey for coming to educate everyone um, on the specifics of this bond. And if you have any questions, just reach out to us via email, which is nypcs at protonmail.com and if you have any questions and to get email them to us we'll be sure that chief harvey gets them and answers them the best that he can all right so thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, again you know we've got a great season coming up a lot of, of new podcasts just stay tuned for uh, new episodes of not your uh, not your power couple podcasts have a great night night <laughs>